Welcome to the All Things Protest Podcast. I'm your host, Christian Curran, and I'm joined today by my co-host, Rob Sneckenberg. We're going to discuss a recent GAO decision that focuses on the pitfalls associated with heavy agency redactions to the agency report. GAO's rules require agencies to include in the agency report all documents relevant to the protest grounds. But agencies have increasingly produced heavily redacted portions of the record, arguing that the redacted portions are not relevant to the grounds of protest. And this is generally done in an effort to preclude or reduce potential supplemental protest grounds. But a recent decision demonstrates that heavy redactions can sometimes backfire. In that case is Seaward Services, Inc., or SSI for short, B420580. Rob, can you walk us through the key facts and considerations? Of course. The procurement in SSI involved the operation, maintenance, and repair of the U.S. naval ship Guam, which is a high-speed transport vessel with an aluminum hull. The agency received two proposals, one from the incumbent contractor SSI and the other from a company called Tote. The agency evaluated the proposals as equal under the non-price factors and determined that Tote's lower price made it the best value to the government. SSI then protested that the award was unreasonable because the agency failed to account for distinctions between the proposals, particularly in their experience with aluminum vessels. Well, that sounds like kind of a run-of-the-mill challenge here, Rob. What, what makes this case notable? You're right. On its face, this is a seemingly common non-price challenge by an incumbent asserting that the awardee's experience was not as extensive. We see these all the time. But at the outset of this protest, GAO noted that the agency report was, quote, extensively redacted. It only included select documents, and even those select documents were heavily redacted. GAO noted that such redactions can, and in fact, as we'll discuss here, they did, frustrate the mandate of SICA and GAO's function to meaningfully resolve the protests. So I guess we're kind of getting used to such heavily redacted agency reports by now, given that this practice has gone on for a bit of time. Did GAO give more specifics as to why the redactions were problematic here? Yes, GAO gave a number of examples. For one, GAO found that the awardee's proposal didn't support the agency's conclusions about certain experience. Portions of the awardee's proposal that addressed the issue were heavily redacted, or in the case of a purported subcontracting agreement, they weren't even produced. So, of course, GAO couldn't evaluate them to support the agency's conclusions. As another example, GAO explained that the evaluators disagreed about certain aspects of SSI's evaluation. Yet, the portion of the record that would have resolved that disagreement and explained how the agency reached its conclusions was entirely redacted. Finally, GAO essentially held that it couldn't tell from the record produced whether the protester was prejudiced by the issues. But rather than denying the protest, This meant that GAO couldn't uphold the agency's award decision. GAO simply didn't have a record before it on which to conclude that the agency's decision was reasonable. Thanks, Rob. That really is a cautionary tale for agencies and and perhaps interveners as well. You know, an agency's instinct may be to limit production as much as possible in order to limit the issues that they're dealing with in the protest and avoid a potential fishing expedition for supplemental grounds. But this case clearly shows that where an agency limits production too much, it could possibly result in there not being enough information for GAO to even evaluate the decision and and uphold it. 
And from the protesters' perspective, it probably makes sense to focus on this issue as well and make an argument that where an agency is overly aggressive on redactions, that the decision is not adequately documented enough for GAO to uphold it. Well, that's all we have for today. As always, thanks for listening. The All Things Protest podcast is brought to you by Kroll & Mooring LLP. You can find more information at kroll.com slash allthingsprotest.